0: Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Thornton with City Moms Blog Network. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face. A skip to your step.
1: And a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating
0: Motherhood. A podcast by City Moms Blog Network. This episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood is sponsored by the United States Swim School Association. The U.S. Swim School Association is a not-for-profit institution whose vision is lifelong safety, health, and enjoyment of the water for all through quality aquatic education. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Just Add
1: Sprinkles, where today we're tackling the topic of water safety.
0: Yes, hi friends, Now may night might be pool or beach weather in your city, but it sure is here in Arizona, where I
1: am. I feel like it's like nine months of pool. (laughs) Basically,
0: Basically, basically. We have a lot of pool season here. Yes. And it will soon be in other places. And we just cannot stress enough, can we, Steph, how important it is to prepare your kids to be around water.
1: Yeah. I would say as a mom, one of my, especially because I was raising young kids in Arizona now I'm in Minnesota now, so it's a little bit different, but I feel like especially in those communities where pools are just a very common part of your normal life, I'd say like pool safety provide, that was some serious anxiety for me oh, as a mom.
0: Big time. And here in Arizona and other places where it's warmer year round, like Florida and California and you have so many pools per like square mile in in a neighborhood let's say right i know it's top of mind for everybody because you're going to go to someone's home you want to know does their pool do they have a pool is there a gate around it you're just super aware because unfortunately there are just a lot of drownings that happen mm-hmm. in in these areas and they're preventable and it's so sad and so scary and sure as a mom it is definitely anxiety creating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's definitely tops one of my most anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I just, Oh, it just gives me the, um, Willie's thinking about like, um, my kids making sure that they're safe. Yes, exactly. And, and, and,
0: and I know that we're going to talk about this, um, in your interview, but you know, drowning can happen so quickly because a lot of times we just assume someone else is watching the kids. Right. We assume the back door is locked. And you can't, you cannot assume those things. And I'm getting goosebumps. Like, you know, I, I've known personally people who've lost their children to drowning and you just mm. cannot assume anything. Mm. Um, and for me personally, living here in Arizona and having that top of mind, my kids were in swim lessons as infants,
1: mm-hmm. right
0: in the beginning. Um, yeah. We wanted to teach them not only how to swim, but how to survive if they, if they fell in water. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. um, you know, and that is so important to, um, to, to teach your kids that yeah, no, I think we all agree on that. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, if you're listening to this podcast the day we premiere may twenty third, which is my dad's birthday, by the way, happy birthday, happy Dad. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, may see a lot about this issue on your social media feeds.
1: yeah, so today, the American Association of Pedi- Pediatricians is asking people to spread the word on drowning prevention, and many are doing just with just that with the hashtag hashtag drowning
0: prevention. Yeah, and we're going to tackle that incredibly important topic today with our guest, Lisa Zarda, who is the Executive Director for the United States Swim School Association.
1: Yeah, the U.S. Swim School Association is the largest swim school association in the country and is recognized by affiliated schools, instructors, and parents alike as the preeminent swim school organization in the world.
0: Yeah, US Swim School Association, they've been around for 30 years and their core values are safety, community, learning, professionalism, and fun. And it's a nonprofit organization and they serve privately owned swim schools across the country and the world. Yeah. We we mentioned that
1: our guest today is Lisa, who is the executive director of the U.S. School Association. She lives in Cave Creek, Arizona. So shout out to all Arizonans. Yeah, (laughs) representing (laughs) on
0: the podcast today. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) She lives with her husband and she's got two uh, kiddos herself. So uh, let's hop into our conversation. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Well, it's almost summer.
2: Almost there. Can't wait. (laughs) I know, right? Well, you have a couple kiddos yourself. How old are your kids? Yes. So my daughter turns nine in just a few days, and then I have a five year old son. Okay. So and we do have a backyard pool, so they, you know, can't wait for summer. They've already been asking to go swimming.
1: Yes. Well, and that's one of the few things you can do in Arizona. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) that's true.
1: In the summer. Very true. That pool becomes like such a um A wonderful gift to parents, but it's also incredibly nerve-wracking for parents when, especially when they have little ones, um, when it comes to the safety concerns around pool safety.
2: Yes, absolutely. So, well, uh,
1: because it is almost summer and regardless of where you live, generally speaking, uh, a swimming pool is in your near future.
2: (laughs) Yes. Um,
1: Vacation for something. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, we were anxious to get you on um, as one of our interview guests because of just the importance of swim safety and what that means for us as moms. And so... Um, I'd love for you to speak specifically to um, we're going to talk about your role and swim, um, your career role, that is, Mm -hmm. um, and swim lessons and all of that kind of good stuff. But I'd love for us to start with um, any tips or advice that you have for taking a child to a crowded public pool or open water.
2: Oh, absolutely. So we know we always end up in that situation. You know, you the kids are excited. Everybody's excited. You're unloading the car. You've got a lot going on. And really, the biggest tip I can offer is supervision, supervision, supervision. Um, those kids are curious, and um, you, you know they don't always follow directions. Um, so you really need to do everything possible to keep an eye on your kids. Um, Yes, there probably will be a lifeguard there, but they're not really a babysitter. And especially in a crowded public pool, they have a lot to watch and a lot to look for. Mm -hmm. So you always want to uh, ideally, if you can go with someone. So one of you can always be in charge of watching the kids um, while, you're busy unloading and getting situated and seated Uh, but especially if you have younger ones who are not as comfortable in the water then you want to actually be in the water with them Mm -hmm. and you always want to impress upon your kids that they should always ask before they go in the water so you always know when they go in the water, even say they get out to you know go buy a snack or use the restroom, they should come back and say, "Okay, I'm back. I want to go back in the water." Uh, so that's that's a great thing to start at a very early age and just continue to impress upon them because you always want to know where they are. Mm. Uh, and if you're looking to go into um, an open water situation, you want to make sure that your kids are wearing life jackets. You as an adult should as well. Uh, you never know when. Something could happen, and uh, even if you're a great swimmer, something happens, and for some reason you can't swim as well as you normally do. You want to have that that life jacket on in um, open water. And speaking of life jackets, even if you go to a crowded pool and if your your little kiddo's not um, really uh, mastered swimming yet, um, but you know they want to be in the water, have them in a Coast Guard approved life jacket. Those little floaties, while they're super fun and they can be really convenient, um, especially the ones that uh, inflate, they could deflate. Mm-hmm. Your child could you know, not then be prepared. Um, the other concern a lot of our members have is if you get them used to always wearing those floaties in the water, they kind of get a bit of a false sense of security. Like, oh, I know how to swim. And then, you know, when they're over at their friend's house and they've got a pool and they think, oh, I can jump in. And then they jump in and they're like, what's happening? I'm not floating. Mm -hmm. Um, So we always suggest that if you're going to put them in something, that it is a Coast Guard approved um, flotation device or life jacket.
1: And I assume that the Coast Guard approval is written kind of inside of the life jacket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, those are all really good points. Now, I'm curious when you say um, the supervision kind of uh, tip, mm-hmm. which I can't agree anymore <laughs> about. <laughs> um, I, our public pool, per se, I say public in like air quotes because it's not totally public, but um, <laughs> is at Lifetime, our gym. Uh, oh, okay. And they actually have um, some pretty strict guidelines on uh, if your kid can't pass their swim test. Which is swimming on their own, you know, a certain number of length, a length of the pool. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Then you have to be within ten feet of your kid at all times, Uh, which means that you're in the pool with them all of the time. Uh, And I know for some moms that you know feels stifling, but your supervision Mm -hmm. comment is so it's so true. Just like being with your kid all the time, um, close to them is so is so true. Yeah, time. and
2: it, it it's hard um, for sure, um, but it, it something can happen in an instant. Right. Um, and the biggest thing is, you know, there's it. It's a classic where people just don't. Oh, it won't happen to me. Mm-hmm. I always watch my kids. Yeah. I've um, unfortunately met a number of moms who thought just that, and they're great parents. Um, but you know, you pick up the phone, you talk to somebody, you go grab a snack. You you know. Um, and, and in just an instant, um, something can happen. So can't stress enough the vigilance of, of really keeping your eyes on your kids undistracted mm-hmm. um, when you're uh, in or near water. Yeah.
1: Now, as I kind of briefly mentioned, Lifetime has those rules uh, for mm-hmm. their own pools. Um, but what might you suggest is I, I don't think. Age is the best way to determine this, but at what point in your child's kind of swimming, um, you know, capacity, do you start Mm -hmm. to give a little bit more freedom um, and a little bit more space without going to your chair and just sitting there and zoning out? (laughs) Um, But I'm curious, like what you look for in um, a kid's swimming ability before you, you know, before you step back a bit.
2: Well, I mean, I think it uh, would be good to, you know, ha- be able to see that they could at least swim the, the length and ideally maybe two lengths of a, of a pool on their own, be able to take a breath when they need it. Mm. Um, but the tricky thing you also have to be aware of is they could be a great swimmer and swim lessons at their pool and then you go to the lake. And they can't see the bottom, and there's waves, and Mm. it's a totally different situation. So you really need to also assess if the child um, kind of is psychologically ready. Can they handle a different situation if they end up with something where, oh, my gosh, a wave just hit me in the face? Mm. Do I panic, or, or can I, you know sit back and float or swim back to shore. Uh, so it really will be pretty individual, I would say to your child. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd also suggest you talk with, uh, the folks at your swim lessons or other swim experts, um, that know your child Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, we're going to be going on a vacation here uh, and we're going to a lake or we're, you know, um, um, going to the ocean. Do you think they'll be okay? And, and even with that said, uh, to your point, you still can't go sit back in your chair and right. hop on your phone or talk to your neighbor. Right. Um, you, you still really got to be sitting by the side of the pool or right at the edge of the water, um, keeping an eye on them at all times. And, and that's why it's important to have um, other people with you if at all possible. And you can kind of trade off and take turns. So you, you can still enjoy your, your vacation as well. Uh, and same thing even I would say at um, pool parties. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to give the parents, give them a little bit of education. But then, you know, everybody takes 20 minutes uh, to just concentrate fully on the pool. Yeah. Then um, everybody can still have a good time.
1: Yeah. So pool parties can, you know, our kiddos aren't as um, able to, you know, they're not as aware of what's going on around them that I actually had my child in the pool at a pool party recently in a, a well meaning kid, like it's not like he did it on purpose, but he was just having fun. And he jumped in very close to my daughter and it scared my daughter like nothing else. I mean, she was just petrified um, and could Mm -hmm. have easily gone under even though she is a good swimmer. Uh, And so I think that's a very, very good point when it comes Mm -hmm. to those kind of social um, engagements that sometimes our guard goes down, um, especially if we feel like our kids are stronger swimmers. But unexpected comes their way and they don't have the capacity to juggle that as well as maybe adults can so that's a good point um now are there any i mean we've talked about some certainly some precautions that parents can take when it comes to pool safety um Mm -hmm. being there um the um, flotation devices that are coast guard approved um are there any other precautions that parents can
2: take Absolutely. So, of course, the one of the number one um, actions you can take is to get your kids in swim lessons. Yeah. Uh, very important to have them in swim lessons. Uh, and then another piece is making sure that there is a, a self closing and self latching gate around um, your pool mm-hmm. with a four sided fence around it. Kids are sneaky, and especially those little ones, and they'll try to climb up or mm-hmm. get into anything. So the gate will at least help slow them down, give you a chance to find them when they, you know, slip out the door. Or the other thing to watch for is those dog doors. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, there's been a number of, um, you know, accidents where, oh, I thought my kid was napping and they snuck out the dog door to the pool. Mm -hmm. Um, So you just, uh, and and the other thing too, is to keep in mind when they go over to friends' houses, you know, you don't want to be, that mom. However, you know, when it comes to your kids, uh, you w- wanna ask, do you guys have a pool? If you have a pool, does it have a fence around it? Who's gonna be watching the kids? What else is gonna be going on? Uh or or there could be a lake as well. If there's anything within kind of a walkable distance, be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Um because uh like I said, kids are crafty. They'll they'll do things you you know when you least expect it. Yes.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately the some worst case scenarios happen when you're least expecting them.
2: Yeah. So, absolutely. Um,
1: making sure the precautions yeah. are in place is really important. So yeah. well you'd mentioned the swim school. Um, and mm-hmm. obviously that's something that you're passionate about. You're yeah. <laughs> the executive director of the United States Swim School Association. And so um, I want to hear from you, like what are some key factors that parents should consider when they're searching for a swim school or lessons for their kiddos?
2: Right. So, uh, you know, we suggest look for a fun and nurturing environment. Uh, You should find a school that's going to listen to you as a parent. Uh, Also, a a tip as well, and I learned this even having my own child in lessons. If they're struggling or you get to that point where they're like, oh, I don't want to go to lessons, tell the front desk, tell a supervisor, tell someone there that, hey, my kid's kind of being a little cranky. And, you know, they all go through their phases, but Mm -hmm. they're there to help you. So, you want to find a school that will work with you and, and approach it, you know, as a team, you know, they, they want your child's success, you know, as much as you do. So look for that, um, that type of an environment. Uh, Also, you of course want to make sure that the water and the facilities are clean and maintained Mm -hmm. Um, and you'll get that feel, you know, when you go visit the, the swim school and feel free to ask questions. I mean, they're used to getting all kinds of different questions. So if you're curious about something, don't hesitate to ask. And then water safety instruction should be included as part of the program for both the child and the families. Mm. You know, and then the space should be safe, with gates and doors, and um, you know, doing background checks on staff. You know, in this day and age, you know, you just can't be be too safe. So you want to uh, look into that, and make sure that it's a safe environment, and then a professional environment. The classes are organized, they're creative and fun. Uh, you know they're really encouraging to the child. I know at the the place where um, my son goes, um, you know if especially if I happen to mention that he's struggling a little bit today. Oh, he happens to get a ribbon that day for you know doing some extra hard work in class. You know something that really motivates them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it should be a uh, fun environment for them to learn in. Um, and then, of course, if they've got uh, any memberships in professional organizations such as ours that, you know, they value continuing education for their staff, um, that's important as well, because you want them to always be learning themselves mm-hmm. and, and being able to provide the best for, for your kids. no, okay. oh, I love
1: that.
0: Hey, guys, Michelle interrupting you here with a quick fun announcement. Are you a new or expecting mom or do you know someone who is? Well, you are in luck right now. City Moms Blog Network is bringing you our fifth annual ultimate baby registry. Whether you're looking to fill your registry or searching for a perfect baby shower gift, we have compiled a list of products that you are going to love for this sweet new bundle of joy. And you can enter to win these products altogether valued more than two thousand dollars. What? Here is a list of just a few of the items that you'll find on our ultimate baby registry: play yard for moms, a convertible crib from Carter's by Da Vinci, a Leaf Grow chair and a high chair by Nuna, a Peekaboo bear by Gund, Tula Explore baby carrier, a Boppy nursing pillow. I loved those when I was nursing my babies. Crane Cool Mist Humidifier, Tummy Time Support from Tumzy, a Panasonic Long Range Baby Monitor, and from Bamboobies, we've got Organic Nipple Balm, a Nursing Shawl, and Washable Nursing Pads, and plus so much more, you guys. So many great products and great ideas on this list. So you can visit CityMomsBlog.com to learn more about these great products, find some discount codes, And register to win the Ultimate Baby Registry. Now, back to Steph and Lisa.
1: Now, how early would you say that um, parents should get their kids in swim lessons?
2: Well, we're actually um, very excited that the American Academy of Pediatrics just recently updated their position statement, Mm. um, saying that evidence suggests that children older than one year Mm. will benefit from swim lessons. Yeah. Um, which is which is great news um, because uh, it is important and, and we've seen our members have seen how well young kids can do in swim lessons and yeah. there's also a number of um, great benefits. Uh, but I will say a lot of our member schools will start as early as six months and those are typically like a baby and baby and me baby and parent type class and those offer a really important time to to bond with your child to put down that, cell phone and the craziness of the day and just spend a little bit of time with your little one Mm -hmm. and help them get acclimated to the water, learn how to get their face wet, um, you know, just starting to kind of learn the basics. So when they get into that lesson where they're, you know, with the instructor and the parents not in the water, you know, it's not a a new experience for them is really great. Um, but as I mentioned with the benefits of, of learn to swim, they're actually, uh, it's been a f- few years ago now, but the Griffith Institute for Educational Research did a study and they were actually very surprised to learn that children who, uh, learn to swim, especially at that young age, they were really focusing in on children five years and under, Mm -hmm. that they actually had advanced cognitive and physical abilities over other children. They were anywhere from six to 15 months ahead of the normal population when it came to cognitive skills, problem solving and math, counting language and following instructions. So yeah, really I mean, it's really great. Um, for what life you do skill obviously yeah and it is
1: you're right it is a total life skill whether you're spending a ton of time in the water each year or just occasional I mean it's a very normal part of a lot of people's lives so right I agree. right that's interesting. yeah and
2: I mean and think about it I this was one of my favorite things as I was learning more about this um it helps the kids sleep better. I mean, think about it. You know, when you when you're out swimming and and it's great exercise. It gets their body moving, yep. and then you're exhausted when you're done. And who doesn't <laughs> want to find an activity that makes your kids sleep better, right? Oh, I was
1: just gonna <laughs> say that. I'm like, sign me up. No, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, that that's awesome. Well, that that's super interesting yeah. research too, um, and certainly validates like the importance of swim lessons.
2: Uh, right now, I and, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and one, one thing that's important to note, uh, that uh, the Center for Disease Control has found that, um, unfortunately, drowning is the number one cause of accidental death in mm. children 1 to 4, yeah. and it's the second leading cause for children 5 to 14. Wow. So just can't stress enough how important it is to have them learn to swim, but then also know that even if your child knows how to swim, you still have to watch them all yeah. the time.
1: Yeah, the supervision is important.
2: Uh, now,
1: with that um, all of that information in mind, I'm curious. Would you suggest that parents have their kids in swim lessons all year round, uh, or do you have a stance on that?
2: Yeah, many of our our schools offer year round swim lessons, mm-hmm. and it's really great for consistency. Yeah, it really helps them, you know, kind of build upon each skill. So if you if you have that, you can find a location. I know there are some. Uh, where they are more seasonal, if they're in an outdoor pool, yeah, you know, they're only offered during those uh, warmer months, and yeah. that's still great. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than nothing, consisten- certainly. Exactly, yeah. exactly, but the more consistency that you can offer, um, of course, the better, just like, you know, when they go to the school, you know, every day they do a little math, and they, you know, do a little reading, and sure. um, so it's just building upon that skill. Yeah, no, for sure. Well,
1: Um, I would love for you to share just a little bit more about the United States Swim School Association and how it's a resource to parents.
2: Sure, sure. So we're an association of swim schools, and we actually have members around the world. We uh, focus in mostly on the United States, thus our name. But mm-hmm. we do have uh, a number of members um, from other countries as well. Okay. And we come together to really learn from each other and train their staff on best practices. So it's all about, you know, continuing education and making sure that our our schools, are, uh, that our members are offering you know, the best education they can mm. to their community. Yeah, uh, And they're, they're a wonderful group of very passionate people. Um, they, they know that they're changing lives and saving lives every day yeah. with what they do. And so it's really um, a great organization to be, to be a part of and, and a great sharing community. You don't always see that a lot of times in associations, but these folks um, are really passionate and, and really when you talk to that owner, I mean, they, they a lot of them have a story of why they started and why they got into it, and um, you know it's it's really a passion of theirs as well. And we and we've been around. We celebrated our 30th anniversary last year. So congratulations! That was very exciting. That is. Exciting. Um, and and for parents, our biggest resource is we do have a find a school uh, link on our our website. So if you're looking for a swim school in your area, you can go to uswimschools.org. Click on find a school, put in your zip code. Um, If you've got a specific school name in mind, you can search for that as well, see if they're members of ours. Um, So that's a great resource. And then we also have some other resources on there um, under the About Us tab that talks a little bit about, uh, you know, our stance on baby swim lessons and having uh, safe swim lessons. Uh, there's also a link we work with, the International Swim School Association. We have some representatives um, on that um, that board, and they've put together some great information, position statements on why swim lessons are important, what to look for in swim school. So all of that information is available on our website. Awesome.
1: Well, that's an incredible resource for parents. So um, I definitely encourage anyone that's listening to go check that out themselves, especially if you don't have... Uh, your kids and swim lessons right now um and as we're going into summer and it's becoming um all more frequent <laughs> that our kids are around water so yep. Uh, thank you lisa for all of that um now i am i i close out all of our our interviews with uh what i call our just add sprinkles mom poll and because i know you're a mom yourself yeah. um it's not going to talk about swimming at all, but um, it's fun questions that you just give me your quick answer um, as they come to mind. So, okay, um, great. So, our first question is: What's a great book, movie, or show that you recently discovered?
2: Ooh, um, book, movie, or show? Um, I would say. like who has time for this stuff i know honestly that's (laughs) like well i found i found your blog through all of this so that was fun i was starting to listen to some of the uh the past uh sprinkles posts and um what a a great plug
1: go to just on sprinkles podcast listen to all of them (laughs) no
2: it was fun it's fun to just kind of listen and and kind of ponder that um that motherhood uh life balance it's it's challenging i'm yeah
1: it really is no i
2: i would have to say that's my answer just to your point of lisa yeah, i'll send you your 20 dollars
0: okay that's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good no i love it well um next question is mm-hmm. what is the last thing that you ordered on amazon
2: Ooh. <clears throat> it can be totally actually random. i got <laughs> a i got a yeah i got a um a new computer for the office so we're we're I'm using it right now. It's very nice. On Amazon? New shiny. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I love I mean, I'm not surprised oh, yeah. that you can buy a computer on Amazon, but I have not done that
2: yet. So oh, well yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. You can even find some decent refurbished ones, too, if, if you're comfortable with that. But cool. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: OK. Last question is because I mentioned that you're um, a mom of two. Um, And this is a podcast about celebrating motherhood. Uh, What is one way that you are celebrating your own motherhood these days?
2: I would say with that, I'm really trying to make an effort um, when I'm at home to cut out more of the distractions. I've actually put a little timer on my phone mm. so that I can't be on Facebook more than 30 minutes in a day. Look at you. Because um, I found, you know, I mean, it's a time filler. Oh, for but sure. But then you get sucked in and then your kids are like, hey, mom, what about this? What? And you're like, hold on just a minute. Right. And so I've really tried to be more present when mm. I'm at home, it's such a, a challenge and I'm still n- not perfect at it, but, um, but yeah, I've been, was pretty proud of myself that I, that I, um, put that on the phone and I've been able to stick to it. So I've been, you know, setting that down and, yeah, and, and, you know, kind of trying to fill my day with, with other things. That, so
1: that's awesome. I feel like, yeah. um, that is such a discipline really for us to have to, say no to certain things that pull for our attention to really be present with our kiddos so well done fellow mama yeah Yeah, thanks (laughs) that's awesome well seriously thank you so much for sharing these awesome tips about swim safety and what you all are doing uh really commend you for the work that you do and so uh thanks again well thank you thank you so much for the
2: opportunity it's been great
0: Oh, that was awesome. Huge thanks to Lisa and the U.S. Swim School Association for sponsoring this episode and providing all of this great information. You can visit their website, usswimschools.org, and under the tab, find a school, you can enter your zip code to find a school near you. It's super easy to use. I did it to find a school for my kids. And they also have a ton of parent resources that recap a lot of what we covered today.
1: Yeah, so thank you so much, friends, for listening. Uh, until next time... Don't forget to celebrate the little things that happen every day in motherhood
0: and also make sure you add some sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit citymomsblognetwork.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guests, and our hosts. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and Just Add Sprinkles.